this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated NALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 well. It does not matter who the host is. Today is what the what the hell day is it even? It's Thursday, of course. How do I not know that already? Today's Thursday, uh, August the 26th of 2021, day 238th of the year, and uh, 127 days left to go before it is all over with. Anyways, hopefully everything is good and grand inside of your neck of the woods as we are hanging on this fantastic Monday. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in orlando florida and coming across the multiverse of safety fm and then we are hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other place radio yeah you know the people at radio big and all that kind of fun stuff and everything that goes on over there um you know in the craziness that we know as the radio big side of the equation. And then of course, hanging out to as well here at safety FM and on the streamers and on the radio station and, you know, on the podcast kind of later in the day. So anyways, if you're new to the show, this is, um, this is how, how the layout of the land works. We do the things that we do. We kind of hang out, do this stuff. We have some professional broadcasters that come in. They talk about what's going on. And then we kind of jump back and forth and go, Hmm, what's the Iggy? What's the Iggy? Um, and there you go. Uh, if you're and, and by the way, the little clicking sound that you can't, that you hear throughout the little, those are messages that are coming across and all that kind of fun stuff. So the Insta, you know, the Insta stuff that you're hearing right there, that is the Insta, the Insta, uh, what you're asking for is, do we have an IG? Do we have an IG? We do. Safety FM 1 or radio, or we are radio big, depending. I mean, you can take a look at either one. Anyways, let's talk about what has been actually going on. The latest TikTok craze is landing many people inside of the hospital. If you haven't heard about this one, it's the milk crate challenge. It involves walking onto the top of one side of a pyramid of stacked milk crates and then down without falling. Very few have been um, successful to complete the challenge with the majority walking or limping away. Doctors are warning the people that are against, um, uh, partaking yes and partaking in this challenge because the icu beds are already full because of covid19 patients so there you go some stuff to think about so if you are seeing it it, uh, the challenge is readily available out there i mean it's kind of it's kind of a silly iggy um let's let's just be realistic on what it is um but a lot of people are doing it uh inside edition uh, made a whole news story about it um, I would show it to you, but as we have already learned in in our past history here, anytime that I show you anything to to, to that to that extent on the screen, um, we get a small Iggy um, issue. So I kind of figured maybe it's not good. But if you want to just take a look at it, it's not that hard to find. It is the Milk Crate Challenge. All you have to do is look up for that. 
Um, and no, there, there's, there's not some people that we should recommend strongly to go do the milk crate challenge, even though it does, some did come to mind, but thank you. Thank you for making reference to that. Uh, so let's get it moving and grooving. Let's talk to our friends at feature story news, see what they have going on. And then we'll be back and do our thing together. Here is the news on the Radio R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Chris Jones. There is real credibility to the intelligence of something that is very imminent. That's James Heapy, the UK's Defence Minister, who says there's a high threat of a terrorist attack at the airport in Kabul. It's a message being echoed by other nations too, such as Australia and the US, with thousands still at the airport in the Afghanistan capital hoping to find a way out of the country. They're being advised to leave the airport immediately, find a safe location and await advice. We're not being overly cautious. The horrendous thing is, if you look on the TV, you'll still see crowds of desperate people still outside the airport. That is hugely challenging because we're doing our best to convey a threat that those people are a target. China and Russia have agreed to work together to prevent security risks spilling over from Afghanistan. That was the key message to come out of a phone call between the leaders of both countries, the first since the Afghani capital fell to the Taliban last week. Patrick Falk reports from Beijing. The call between President Xi Jinping and his Russian counterpart Vladimir Putin came a day after a G7 emergency summit on the situation in Afghanistan. The official Sinhua news agency reported Xi is saying China respects Afghanistan's sovereignty, independence and territorial integrity. And he told the Russian leader that China wanted to encourage Afghanistan to build an inclusive political structure cut off from terror groups. Both countries fear instability in Afghanistan could creep into the region after the Taliban took over Kabul. Beijing has blamed the chaos on the hasty pullout of U.S. troops. India's reported a spike in COVID-19 infections just days after officials warned of an upcoming massive third wave. The country reported more than 46,000 cases on Thursday, about 22% higher than the previous day. And Japan has halted the use of over 1.5 million doses of the Moderna vaccine amid concerns over contamination. The health ministry has received reports that foreign bodies have been found in some vials. Phoebe Amoroso reports from Tokyo. The Moderna vaccine is being used widely across Japan at government-run mass vaccination centres and for workplace vaccinations. However, several vaccination centres around the country have reported finding foreign materials in some of the vials. Drugmaker Takeda Pharmaceutical is overseeing the sale and distribution of Moderna in Japan. It has suspended the use of around 1.63 million doses manufactured in the same production line as a precaution. The health ministry said they have yet to receive any reports over safety concerns, but will ask facilities with affected batches to not use the remaining doses. Japan will expand its state of emergency on Friday to cover nearly half of its 47 prefectures, as nationwide COVID cases remain high, topping 20,000 new cases daily. Currently, around 42% of the population has been fully vaccinated. Phoebe Amoroso, Tokyo. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. Today, the enormously difficult calculations that US allies must make in light of President Biden's decision to withdraw American troops from Kabul airport next Tuesday. His international partners have to decide whether there is any prospect of them being able to keep their own troops in Afghanistan, absent the vital air cover and military protection that the US has traditionally provided. Colonel Richard Kemp is the former commander of British forces in Afghanistan 
Afghanistan, he is evidently frustrated by the decision today's commanders have to make. If we don't have the ability to hold on to an airport, a relatively small airport, then I'm not quite sure what all our defence spending is for. But on the other hand, you know, there's, there are other things to balance as well as just forces and political will, one of which is that the, the, the potentially immense risks to those people we're trying to get out. And if we, um, if we manage, you know, due to, due to remaining there after the deadline uh, and have clashes with the Taliban and the Taliban start killing the people we're trying to get out, then, of course, that is the opposite to what we're trying to achieve. As things stand, Britain and France are now beginning to wind up their evacuation efforts at Kabul airport. Both countries still urging President Biden to extend the US operation there. But the British Defence Secretary is now telling British citizens who get left behind to try and make their own way to one of Afghanistan's international borders. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. To recap our top stories, the UK, US and Australia have warned those outside the airport in Kabul to leave due to a high threat of a terrorist attack. China and Russia have agreed to work together to prevent security risks spilling over from Afghanistan. India has reported a spike in COVID-19 infections just days after officials warned of an upcoming third wave. And Japan has halted the use of 1.5 million doses of the Moderna vaccine amid concerns over contamination. That's the latest feature story news. Chris Jones reporting. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops, the rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ed Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hey, come in real close. I got something to share with you. Not everybody has a beautiful head. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody can pull off the shaved head look. Hey, I'm not digging on people. I'm just bringing it up. Some people out there are losing their hair. 
Now, I want to tell you about my friends at Keeps. Two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time that they are 35. More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers them both. Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. Convenient virtual doctor consultation and medication delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't even have to leave your home. Think about that. There's other things that you have to leave your home to be able to pick up, not with Keeps. They have low-cost treatments that start just as low as $10 per month, and Keeps offers generic versions. It's discreet packaging and proven results. Now think about this for a moment. Prevention is key. Treatment can take four to five months to see results. So act fast. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash safety to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash safety to get your first month for free. K-E-E-P-S.com slash safety. Now, just remember, not everybody has such a beautiful head. Are you tired of hanging around and talking about safety in a boring kind of format? Well, I got something for you. If you haven't hung out with us yet at safetyfm.com, I'm going to encourage you to do so. Yeah, if you come out to Safety FM, you can come hang out with all kinds of safety professionals. Some are safety professionals. Some are just people that are talking about safety. But we want to do it in a format that makes it fun and entertaining. If you're kind of trying to figure out what the FM portion is, well, we're a radio station and also a podcast network. You can come out, hang out, and listen to my show, The Jay Allen Show. You can listen to Todd Conklin with the pre-accident investigation. Blaine J. Hoffman with the Safety Pro, The Hop Nerd, Sam Goodman, just to name a few on what could be found on the station. Different things for different people trying to bring safety in an entertaining form. Safetyfm.com. Go to the website, download the app, and carry it with you all day long. Safetyfm.com. We'll be waiting for you. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of the world of the news as the world of the news has told you what's going inside of the world. That way we can have an explanation of what's going inside of the world of the news. Exciting times during the news inside of the world. What? Oh, okay. So let's get it moving and grooving, and let's talk about all the other things that are going inside of the world. Okay. So taking it from the top of the hit list, cancel culture is coming to the fighting Irish. Notre Dame leprechaun has been slammed this week for being the fourth most offensive college uh, college team mascot in the nation. Critics called a disparaging symbol of Irish Catholics. A rep of the Indiana-based college um, defended the mascot in the terms of the Fighting Irish, saying that there is no comparison between Notre Dame's nickname and the mascot and that the Indian and the Warrior name because the Leprechaun mascot was adopted by former school president who himself was Irish. San Diego State Aztec Warrior, Florida State Osceola, um, and Renegade Renegade and the University of Hawaii uh, the Warrior were all top three offensive mascots, respectively, according to the survey conducted by sports apparel company Quality Logo Products. So what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? I'm not sure if you um, if you popped in with the he's crazy during that or during my um, around the world thing. So I don't know. What are you thinking here? It's, it's interesting on how that whole thing works, though. So what do you think about the names? Do you think that the mascot names are offensive, not offensive, and so on? I know it's tough to think about all the time because this is, um, I don't know if I want to go as far as saying cancel culture, but it's something to, to, to make you, you think for sure. 
Uh, so there you go. Anyways, the world's first zero-admission autonomous cargo ship is ready for sale. It all goes as planned. The ship created by Norwegian chemical company Yara International will make its first journey between uh, two Norwegian towns before the end of the year. With no crew on board, its movements will be monitored from three onshore data control centers. Worth noting, the shipping industry currently accounts for about 2.5 and 3% of global greenhouse gas emissions. So it's interesting to see how that will work. And I, and I think that what um what's going on, if you, if you take a, a good look, a good look at the indie, is we're taking, we're not actually talking a lot about what is going on inside of the green side of the house. Um, we still tend to, to focus a lot on oil and gas, and there's nothing wrong with oil and gas, I mean, talking about it, uh, but it doesn't seem like there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of stuff going on that we talk about in our little safety niche Duh. about the green industry. So just something to think about. Anyways, a 22-year-old gunman who killed nine black people at a Charleston church in 2015 is one step closer to sealing his fate. The federal appeals court in Virginia ruled this week that Dylan Roof is eligible to receive the death penalty for his crimes. Roof was the first convicted in 2017. He appealed his death sentence last year, arguing that he was mentally unfit when represented himself during the penalty phase of the trial. His defense team can appeal the decision uh, to the Supreme Court. So it's interesting to see what is going on inside of there. A 25-year-old Indian man died after using a high-powered epoxy resin um, instead of a condom. Yep, you heard me correctly. Salma Misra and his ex-fiancée enter a flop house uh, in the neighborhood of Amahed on June 22nd. Eyewitness said that uh, pair, the pair appeared to be high on something when they arrived once in the room. Mizna uh, reportedly applied epoxy adhesive as his neither... <laughs> As of the neither uh, neither of them had a condom. The the next day, Misra was found unconscious in shrubs near the apartment complex. He was rushed to a hospital where his condition deteriorated rapidly, according to investigation. Mira's died due to multiple organ failure caused by the epoxy uh, wannabe condom. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, there's so much to think about here. I mean, I I, I understand you're high as a kite. You're you're off you're off the deep end, but you're telling me that uh, your decision all of a sudden is to turn around and do an epoxy condom. Number one, how do you get a hold of the epoxy? That, let's start off with that. And how did you think that that was the solution? I mean, seriously. I mean, and I and I get it. I get it. I understand that uh, STDs can be deadly. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, the cafe in Scotland where Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling wrote some of the famous books has been damaged in a fire. The Elephant House uh, suffered a smoke and water damage after a blaze broke out in the pastry section next to the door earlier. Earlier this week, um, owner David Taylor told BBC that he's devastated about the damage to the Elephant House's regular shop for Harry Potter fans and has been called the birthplace of young wizards. So there you go. Um, so the, the birthplace of young wizards. 
Um, hopefully there's no epoxy hanging out around there. I mean, that's a whole other conversation. But think about this real quick. So you're telling me um, all of a sudden this is the birthplace for young wizards because on how some of the information was actually put in there. I mean, I guess it's exciting for some people as they come out, hang out, and do the things that they do. Anyways, it is 21 minutes past the top of the hour, and I think it's time for us to get Johnny Smalls inside of here and let him talk about the Market Beat Minute. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Thursday, August 26th, 2021. The markets continue to drift higher in the face of rising risk. The S&P 500 advanced about 0.25% on Wednesday and set another new all-time high. The move was bolstered by a better-than-expected durable goods figure that points to continued economic expansion in the second half of the year. Among the day's leaders are the hospitality and leisure stocks, which gained from 1% to 7% in the wake of Johnson & Johnson's COVID vaccine approval. Chip makers are also among the day's leaders after a wave of good news from within the sector. Market action may begin to heat up on Thursday as traders get ready for Jerome Powell's keynote speech on Friday. The speech delivered to the Jackson Hole Conference may shed some light on the Fed's next steps. If the Fed chief can reassure the market the FOMC has inflation under control, it could be off to the races for the stock market. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at marketbeatminute.com. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one, for what's going on there. So the market extends their winning streak and posted small gains on Wednesday as the Dow climbed 39 points and the NASDAQ added 22 points and the S&P rose about 9 points. Investors are looking ahead of today's symposium with Jackson Hole and the Federal Reserve is expected that during Thursday's meeting that a new clues regarding the upcoming changes to the monetary policy will be unveiled. Salesforce shares rose about uh, during Wednesday's session after reporting reporting a 23% increase in revenue as easily beat analysis, um, analyst expectations. And and that's the thing. I mean, Salesforce is kind of um, rocking it out there for sure if you do take a look around to see what they have going on. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, more than 55,000 New Yorkers died from coronavirus. The state health department confirmed this week that far more than uh, far more than 43,000 of the numbers of former government Andrew Cuomo's claimed died due to the virus. The numbers were released just um, hours. Um, hold on. The numbers were released just hours after, is what I'm assuming, um, Kathy Hochul was sworn into office because it says have Kathy Swargle, so I'm sure that's not right. The increase of death comes to the lack of reporting from Cuomo's administration. They only reported those who died in hospitals, nursing homes, and adult care facilities, and the additional deaths are from people who died at their home, in jails, and non-hospital settings. So it's it's interesting taking a look at that. Taking a look around on what's going on inside of there. Anyways, let's continue talking. Olympic gold medalist, Zoom, uh, I'm going to butcher their name. Uh, let's see. Zayun Zuyiling, yeah, that's what it sounds like, says that her gold medal is peeling. The 23-year-old athlete who took home the hardware in China at the trampoline gymnastics event um, uh, took to social media to ask other athletes if they had the same issue. The Olympic Committee responded, explaining that the peeling is a protecting coating for the medal, and it's just fine. The medals aren't gold, but rather mostly silver and coated with pure gold. So hold on. You tell, tell me that, I, um, that I, I worked my ass off to get to the Olympics, and you're going to turn around and tell me out of the blue that it's not made out of gold. It's, um, it has some coating that's covering it uh, to, to, to make sure that everything's fine. Really? That's how it works? I, I, didn't, think, I didn't think that's how it was. 
Sounds very gimmicky to me. I mean, you can tell me what you think uh, for sure. Yeah, what a troll. I agree with you. What a troll. What a troll. What a troll for sure. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so here you go. Here you go. Pfizer is seeking FDA approval for a booster dose of its two-shot COVID-19 vaccine. The drug said that yesterday that it, uh, that it had started the application process for the third dose of its vaccine for those 16 and older. The application is expected to be completed and submitted by the end of the week. The announcement comes after the U.S. health officials said that they plan to give the booster shots to all Americans amid the surging Delta variant. Uh, Pfizer, yes, Pfizer vaccine received full approval on Monday. And it's kind of been interesting taking a look at the at the whole Pfizer full approval thing. Let's just be realistic. Um, people have come out of the woodwork again, arguing both sides, arguing that it's a good thing, arguing that it's a bad thing. And I don't get it. I mean, I, I don't get it. And I understand that this is going to be more and more questions uh, that are going to, to come about and all that kind of fun stuff. So, I, I mean, it's just interesting on... Don't take it because it's not FDA approved. Uh, all of a sudden, and then they're telling people now take it because it is FDA approved. And other people are saying you can't trust what the FDA does. I mean, at this point, if you're kind of on the fence, it's kind of you have a lot of work to do to figure out. So once again, I will say it as I've been saying for a long period of time. Talk to a medical professional that's been interacting with you for a long period of time because it makes life a lot easier that way. What do you got here? Tell us a cool story, please. I would love to hear one. So would I. I would love to hear a cool story, too. Maybe we'll get to one of those at some point. Um, and in the chief, I wonder if you're thinking about RN. Am I thinking about a registered nurse? I mean, they could be a medical professional for sure. I mean, think about it. They'll, they'll know, too. You know, the, the, I, I actually, the doctor that I go to, I like the lady who's um, in charge, like the, the lady who's the, the nurse practitioner. I like her better than the doctor. I mean, I probably shouldn't say that out loud, but uh, that's the truth. Anyways, let's continue talking. Amid the surge of the COVID-19 cases, Hawaii wants tourists to stay home. Yeah, you heard me. Governor David Iggy uh, announced that it's not a good time to travel to the island state and said that if your things get worse, he'll consider imposing statewide lockdown. Uh, David said that the state's hospitals and ICU units are nearing capacity, and those who do choose to visit will require to present proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test and, av- and avoid to avoid the quarantine for 10 days upon arrival. So there you go. Um, how about Dr. Google and uh, Facebook? That's a very good question. Um, maybe, 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 maybe that's a good statement. Maybe I should try to find this real quick because I know I have it somewhere because, you know, as as I get to mess around and and hang out with people and all that kind of fun stuff, we come up with, um, some interesting stuff all the time. So somebody had actually sent me this yesterday. Let me, let me see if I can pop it up on, onto the other, onto the other iggery on this side of the equation. Because um, that's what we need to do. I don't, I'm not sure, I'm not going to be able, am I going to be able to get this over? Let's see. I'm going to try to drag this over here and see. Um, yeah, so this this was one that somebody sent me yesterday. So take a look at that. The University of Facebook School of Medicine. Did you see this one? Somebody, people were getting that around yesterday. So that, that's on the screener. Um, yeah, I thought, it, I thought it was pretty interesting on, you know, some people coming up with some of this stuff. 
and what they're, what they're coming up with. I mean, I know that that's sarcasm at its finest, but geez, it's like, I just don't get it. So University of Facebook School of Medicine, you, you know, because it seems like there's a lot of degrees out there based on that. Don't base anything off of science. So there you go. Anyway, so let's continue talking. Um, let's get us moving and grooving into our main story, because I think it's going to be time to do that now. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's talk about it because you know that at some point inside of your life it has occurred to you. It might have happened once. It might have happened twice. It might have happened a thousand times. You never know what's going on inside of this lovely world when you get to get, get into a little a little meet meet a little meet meet a little meet meet up. You know, you're doing that little meeting thing. But what happens when you get into a meeting that is all based around false pretenses? You know what I'm saying? Uh, when we start having that conversation um, where all of a sudden they, people want to talk to you and it's not because of the original thing that they said that they wanted to meet up with you for. Has it happened to you? I mean, I'm assuming as a safety pro, if that's what you're, you're, you're here hanging out doing, you've seen it happen. And the fun part is that when it happens, it becomes that weird thing. So let's say, for instance, all of a sudden somebody calls you into a meeting. They want to talk about a potential promotion that you have going on, but all of a sudden the conversation turns around and they want to ask you 10,000 questions related about your family life, which has nothing to do with the promotion. Just think about it. And all of a sudden, how do you handle the scenario? And it's amazing to me, the amount of false pretenses that, um, come about and that come into this world of people wanting to do very strange things when it happens. So let's, I'm going to tell you about something that I had happen to me not so long ago. All of a sudden, there is this pretty big organization that wishes they were an encyclopedia um, that reached out to me and said, hey, we're wanting to do some work with you and want us to do want you to have some presentations to be done with our organization. And I was like, cool, let, let's do something. Let's see what we can come up with. Um, and the fun part is that I met up with a group and all of a sudden, they asked me nothing about presentations. They asked me nothing about anything that I was doing related to how I presented, how I do stuff. And the conversation turned into 10,000 questions. No exaggeration. Okay, maybe that is exaggerating. But not exaggerating. Question after question after question on how I run my business, how I run my radio station at the time, and how I do all of the stuff to be able to, to market my content that had absolutely nothing to do with me doing a public speak, another, a, a public speech. So it became extremely interesting to me that all of a sudden they did not reach out to me for a conversation related to that. What they had reached out to me for was not, it was to understand how the business of radio worked that had nothing to do with the original reason for the conversation. We didn't even talk about what my speeches were that I go around the countries or the country and do. So what I thought was interesting was shortly thereafter um, having that conversation with them, they all of a sudden started pushing a whole bunch of podcasts and they started pushing a whole bunch of stuff that was related to the radio sequence. Now, it's kind of funny because they're using a, an outsourcing company um, that promotes their stuff, which is kind of weird um, on how they promote it as saying that this, this stuff is really, really good. Um, but, it don't, but we won't even talk about how it interacts in social media. But what became kind of strange to me was the whole aspect of why didn't you tell me the true pretense of what the conversation was supposed to be? 
I mean, if you want to talk about radio stuff, I'm cool with it. If you want to talk about safety stuff, I, I'm cool with it. I mean, it's all kinds of interesting things when it's all said and done. But don't lie for the reason of a meeting. And I know because I get to talk to safety people all the time about that this happens more and more frequently. And it can happen from the standpoint of, hey, let's have a conversation about what you're doing. But also can be, let's have a conversation and say that we're going to do this. And then it becomes something entirely different. Now, how do you handle those situations? Because it becomes very, let's see, disturbing inside of organizations when it happens. So how do you take that to the next level? How do you turn around and you go, hmm, this makes sense to stay in this conversation or when do you say no let me stand up for myself and i'm going to tell you at the point that i decided to tell the people that this was not a real reason on why they were that they didn't really want to talk to me because of what i was doing in regards to the world of safety that essentially was about the radio and it was about false pretenses they got pretty pissed off because the problem is is i kind of i'm a straight shooter um, when it comes to things, I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly how I feel in real time, and, I, and I'm not very shy about it. Um, it doesn't make me super popular with some people, and that's perfectly fine. But don't waste my time. Tell me, tell me exactly what you're looking for. Um, and, I th- and I look at it, and I think that if we become more honest when it comes to people doing false pretenses, it's, it's kind of a better thing to talk about. And I, and I look at it, and, I, and I'm always mesmerized when people say, okay, well, you should, be go- you should be happy that they wanted to call a meeting. But why? Why should I be happy that that's all they want to do? I mean, shouldn't it be conversation of being open and honest? And at what point during the conversation is it okay to mention that? At what point during the conversation is it okay for you to say, hey, um, we're not being open and honest here. We need to um, go over this information, and if you really wanted to talk about something else, just say that. I mean, did you think I was going to try to charge you for referencing that? I mean, and I don't know how it works with your, your employer currently if you run into this scenario. Do you say something, or do you keep it to yourself? At what point do you say something? At what point do you say, okay, these false pretenses are not the things that I was looking for? Because imagine that. All of a sudden, you thought the whole time you were getting um, a promotion using the example I was using earlier. And then you come to find out it was a whole bunch of, of hogwash. It was a whole bunch of nonsense that was really never meant to happen in the first place. You kind of start thinking about some different things when it's all said and done. I mean, I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. So something to think about for sure. But then again, what do I know? I'm just a guy behind a microphone. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You're listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. Hamilton the pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. 
You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. You know how sometimes you're out and about and sometimes you have to access a report, maybe your bank account, maybe something that's important to you, but you don't want other people to be able to access it? I know you're probably sitting there for a moment going, well, why don't you just go into incognito mode and use that instead? Well, let me tell you something real quick. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser's history. Your internet service provider can still see every single website you visited. And that's why even when I'm at home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN. It doesn't matter who your internet provider is. It can be Verizon, Comcast, or even AT&T. The ISP in the U.S. can leave Legally sell your information to ad companies. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites that you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the times I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background and is so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all of your devices, phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Wired. Wired. Visit my exclusive link at expressvpn.com slash safety and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash safety. Expressvpn.com slash safety to learn more. Do you have a claim and not sure where to turn? Coastal Claim Consultants are professionally licensed and bonded public insurance adjusters employed exclusively by you, the policyholder, to represent you after sustaining an insured loss. They assist policyholders in all aspects of processing the claim, working closely with the insured to provide the most equitable and timely settlement possible. They will provide you with comprehensive service 
Anything from inspecting the law site, analyzing damages, compiling claim support data, reviewing applicable coverages, assessing replacement costs of damages, and negotiating your settlement. The adjusters at Coastal Claim Consultants will evaluate your claim for no upfront cost whatsoever. Coastal Claim Consultants' fee is based on contingency contracts and are paid when the insurance company sends you a check and it's in your possession. Coastal Claim Consultants are licensed to assist you in the following states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and South Carolina. Carolina. For more information, go to coastal-cc.com. That's coastal-cc.com for more information. Lighting the way to recovery. Coastal Claim Consultants. Okay, a little death metal, apparently. Misery is killing me. Misery is killing me. Okay, and that's actually by No Sons of Mine. That's available on Spotify and iTunes. You know, headbanging with no hair is a a difficult thing. Anyways, so there you go. There you go. So I I have to bring this up because I saw it before, like right as we were transitioning out. So let, let's let's kind of backtrack for just one small second. So if you're still on here, Mr. Jim Pozel, I have a question for you. He said, be extremely careful, especially if it has to do with money. Why are you saying that? It's 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 an interesting Iggy that you bring it up and um some other people have had some pretty interesting questions uh inside of there in comments that seem to be pretty close to spot on i'll, I'll just put it in I'll, I'll put it on there i'll put that on there uh, right away anyway so let's talk about that i'll be i'll be looking for if you respond mr bozel um so let's let's just continue talking okay so did you hear about this this was actually making the sequences yesterday i figured we'd bring it up today uh, but spencer eldon the man who has the unusual baby portrait uh that was used for one of the most recognizable album covers of all time nirvana's Nevermind, has been filed a lawsuit alleging that the nude image constituted child pornography. The picture has generally been understood as a statement of capitalism as it includes the digital in, um, in, in position of a dollar bill on a fish hook and a baby appears to be enthusiastically swimming towards it. Non-sexualized nude photos of infants are generally not considered child pornography. Under law, Eldon is asking for at least $150,000 for each defendant, including surviving band member Dave Grohl. Chris, uh, Chris plus Courtney Love, the executor of the of Kurt Cobain's estate, and the managers of his estate, plus numbers of record companies that had released or redistributed um, the album in the last three decades. So it's kind of a, it's kind of an interesting one here. So let's talk about that because here's the thing. Number one, here's the first part. 
so we're talking about an album that came out about 30 years ago at this particular point, because it was 91, if I remember correctly, when it was released. How in the hell did people recognize Spencer Eldon as the cover baby on there? I mean, at some point, I would imagine that Spencer told people that it was him. And what kind of release form did your parents sign when it was all said and done? Because somebody had to sign off on something. I'm, not, I'm sure that they're just not letting some little, some little kid um, having his picture taken in the buff. So something had to be signed. So I'm kind of intrigued by the whole thing. So let's just, um, let's just be honest here when it's all said and done. So, I mean, just something to think about. I would love to hear your opinion about this one. I mean, we're talking about 30 years ago, not a, not justifying anything. I'm just asking the question. And how did people get to know that it was Spencer that was inside of there? We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. We do our safety show. Okay, so taking a look at Posel's response on what he meant when we were talking about... Um, the whole thing about people doing false pretenses. Someone did that to me and it cost me five figures. Oh, I get it. I get it. Believe me. Uh, um, I had a, a nice little group of people that cost me something very similar um, being on this little network. Anyway, so let's continue talking. e it's called buyer's remorse and getting it is a bad thing. According to a new report on average person will spend about $70,000 in their lifetime on online purchases and then uh, end up regretting it. Hold on, in their lifetime, $70,000 worth of purchases? I'll tell you, I I burned that bridge a long time ago. Um, The survey of 2,000 Americans by one poll found that the the people typically spend on average $899 each year on disappointing items. The underwhelming shopping list includes clothing about 60%, on tech, 27%, and toys or children products about 25%. And the problem is that with stuff that we buy, we wish that we hadn't. Specific complaints include the quality of the product, 64%, the size, 46%, and the color, 31%. The study also examined the impact of product reviews on buying decision. 51% of those polled said that they are more likely to trust bad reviews than good reviews when shopping online. My biggest complaint about online purchases is that they keep ending up inside of my neighbor's house. So there you go. The other portion, sure, $70,000 sounds like a lot, but at least we can take comfort in the fact that knowing that some of the money went to be, um, went to send, to be sent to a rich guy who has no regard for his employees, and then he went into space. It all, it, it's that how much we spend on things that we didn't like. Exactly how much do we spend on things that we do like? Actually, forget that, that I said that my wife and I need to have a chat real quick, so um, I'll be back. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Oh, here we go. Safety FM, I have a question. How old are you? Safety FM? Safety FM's about uh, a little over three years old. So, thank, so thanks for 
Thanks for asking that. Thanks for asking the question. I appreciate it. Okay, let's continue talking about some other things. Let's talk about some stress busters. We haven't talked about that. Um, uh, Oregon, uh, Oregon Hospital has installed a, a dinner plate throwing uh, throwing booth to provide overworked caregivers with alternative stress relief. Oregon was one of the, once the poster child for limiting the spread of coronavirus, but now is being hammered by the Delta variant. Oregon keeps breaking records for numbers of hospitalized COVID-19 patients and guard troops have been dispatched to hospitals, which stretch uh, to the breaking point. And it's something that definitely is not going um, to go unnoticed by the medical staff. The Wellness Department of Portland, uh, Oregon Salem Hospital, which normally recommends yoga and deep breathing for relaxation, recently set up a booth filled with dinner plates for a different kind of stress relief. According to a nurse named Lisa, uh, we put safety glasses on and we took a look, uh, we, t- <laughs> we took plates and we just shattered them. And I kept going back and I kept going back. And then they told me um, that I had enough turns so I had to stop doing what I was doing. So you didn't have to admit that you that you had that they had a lot of, <laughs> that they have a lot of plates. So the state, so so let's see. The state is breaking records, and nurses are breaking dinner plates. So I guess I mean I guess it's kind of a, um, it's a, it's an interesting standpoint when it's all said and done. Hey, Safety FM at Safety FM. Uh, that, that's a different approach. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, it's currently 49 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's continue talking. An innovative inventions. The Indian city of New Delhi opened a country's first smog tower on Monday. The bid for to purify air in the world's most populated capital city using 40 giant fans and 5,000 filters and an 82-foot tower sucked in polluted air from the top of the filters, then pumped it out to the bottom, and it covers a radius of 0.4 square miles and filters around 35,000 cubic feet of air a second. The $2 million tower is a pilot program, and the authorities will study it for about two years to determine its effectiveness. So please tell me that things don't run on coal. (laughs) <laughs> a new material that makes sweaters dr- that makes seawater drinkable within minutes um, could solve the world's fresh water shortage. One common method of uh, distillating water works by using pressure to force water through membranes, but membranes regularly become too wet and ineffective. Meanwhile, they have to be replaced frequently. Researchers from the Korean Institute of Civil Engineering and Building Technology have created what they call coaxial electronum nano, nanofiber membrane. While current membranes last around 50 hours, uh, the team's new material can go for as long as months before needing to be replaced. Good thing with the name like that, it will only uh, it will take that long to be able to order a new one. So that's something to think about for sure. I actually take care of water in different fashions that is for sure just something to think about you know don't go too far with that one you are listening to a radio god what this has to be an error that host is not a radio god anyways this is the rated r safety show on safety fm so let's continue talking about some other things inside of the world I don't feel like swamping today. No winner for Tuesday night's Mega Million Drawing. Friday's drawing will be for $288 million or $208.9 million cash payout. So if you're willing to play the game, be on the lookout for doing so because I'm sure it'll be a fun time 
for those. Uh, so let's talk about this. Ron Jeremy has been indicted on sexual assault and rape charges. The famous porn star is facing um, more than 30 sexual assault accounts for alleged incidents um, dating back for more than 20 years, according to the Los Angeles County um, District Attorney. Jeremy pleaded not guilty yesterday on 12 counts of forcible rape, seven counts of forcible oral um, copulation, six counts of sexual battery by restraint, four counts of sexual penetration by foreign objects, two counts of sexual penetration of on copious or as a sleep person and one count of each of sodomy by the use of force assault of an inherent to commit rape and lewd act upon un, uh, un, upon a child under the age of 14 prosecutor says they have cases dating back all the way to 1996 with the 21 alleged victims ranging from 15 years of age to 51 years of age. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of Rod Jeremy's life at this particular moment in time. Anyways, let's talk about some things that happened back on this date. In 2016, San Francisco 49ers QB Colin Copperdick kneels during the national anthem to protest against racial injustice and police brutality in the U.S. The pose would be emulated by other athletes to show their support. For the cause, Kaepernick, however, has not thrown a football professionally since the end of that season. That was back in 2016, back on this date. Let's talk about some birthdays real quick. Kiki Palmer turns 28 today. Dylan O'Brien turns 30. James Harden turns 32. Evan Ross turns 33. Cassie Ventura, 35. Brian Kelly, 36. John Mulaney, 39. Chris Pine turns 41 today. Macaulay Culkin turns 41. Talia turns 50, and Melissa McCarthy turns 51 today. So there you go. Some birthdays going on on that side of the equation. Anyways, let me tell you about my friends at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences from people in local communities whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. To find out more information, call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255 or text the word talk to 741741. The other thing you can do is also go to the website, afsp.org. That's afsp.org to find out more information. Remember, just because you might not be struggling at this particular moment, you might know someone who is. So gathering as much information about this subject is super important. So give it a a thought if you don't mind in regards of doing so, because I think it's important for us to be able to go on. Anyways, let's talk about did you know the global shipping crisis, which has been uh, snarled um, supply chains and shutdowns and the pandemic is getting worse. The Delta variant is sparking more critical port closures, such as shutdown of facilities at China. And that's the third, the world's third busiest um, container port. Complications like to have the ripple effect and jammed warehouses stretch the road um, rail capacities, and they also increase the shipping prices. Some producers are taking drastic steps to meet the demand, such as charging where products are made and moving them by plane instead of boat. Ultimately, the situation means that shoppers will face a higher prices and possibly shipping disruptions going into the holiday season. So please tell me that this includes a fruitcake, because that's going to be something to think about. 
So great, I guess, if you're thinking about buying electronics, um, might right now might be the time to do it um, before it gets too far into the whole thing. Anyways, let's talk about some reasons to to party for today. Some some reasons to celebrate. Uh, you know, you know th- those days of the year to celebrate. So it's National Got Checked Day, National Web Mistress Day. I don't even know what the hell that means. Someone needs to tell me that one. National Dog Day. National Cherry Popsicle Day, National Toilet Paper Day, and National um, Women Equality Day. So there you go. How can you have National Web Mistress Day and National Women Equality Day all on the same day? It doesn't sound right. I mean, it definitely doesn't sound right. I mean, I'm just saying that out there. Um, so here's some whack facts real quick. Only 30% of people can uh, flare their nose. Excuse me, their nostrils. The city of Montreal finished um, paying off construction costs of the 1976 Olympics in 2006. 100 calories will propel a bicycle three miles. The term junkie comes from the fact that heroin users in the early 1900s used to collect and sell scrap metal to pay for their fix. The Titanic crew had no binoculars, which may have helped seeing the iceberg. And they were inside of a locker and the key was lost. A single dairy cow can pass more than 300 pounds of gas per year. So there you go. Some things to think about for sure as we are talking this morning. So let's talk about uh, the, the some scoops of BS that I would love to share with you before we get you out of here. Uh, real quick, Tom Cruise just finished shooting a new Mission Impossible sequel. It is set to be released in 2022. It's called Mission Impossible 7, Getting People to See Mission Impossible 7. Cristiano Ronaldo is the highest paid celebrity on Instagram. It is estimated 1.6 million per post. Small price to pay to keep him on our movies, though. So there you go. Uh, According to researchers, couples that are either too similar or too different are not likely to last very long. For example, if you collect Star Wars memorabilia and she is a normal female. Macaulay Culkin turns 41 today. His family planned a big party but completely forgot to bring him along. Fact of the day, couples who spend at least 10 minutes a day laughing together are more likely to have stronger relationships. However, if that fact happens when you step out of the shower, not so much. So just keep that in mind as well as we are talking this morning. Anyways, it is 58 minutes past the top of the hour. We're going to go over to RadioBig.fm if you want to come and hang out with us. So you're more than welcome to do so. All you have to do is type in RadioBig.fm. If you need a random joke for today, try this one. A perfect metaphor for life would be someone trying to stand up in a hammock. If you need something for a phone starter for today, try this. What law or social rule completely baffles you? If you need something for the water cooler, try this question. 46% of people say that they would do this alongside a good friend. What is it? Getting matching tattoos. Don't do that. That doesn't seem like a cool thing to do. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on RadioBig.fm and SafetyFM.com. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. We couldn't do what we do without you. The most important part of Radio Big and Safety FM, and that is the listener. You know, you. So if I can leave you with a thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. The work you do when you procrastinate is probably the work you should be doing for the rest of your life. Think about that. The work you do when you procrastinate is probably the work you should be doing for the rest of your life. That's a thought for the day. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. Goodbye. (laughs) 
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.